Welcome to episode 167 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. We're recording on June the 26th, 2022. My name's Eric, host of the show, based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator. I know that one's shocking. Uh, and computer geek. Uh, started a small preparedness company as well to help people get prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer. I don't think you're surprising anyway with saying you're, you're, you're a... I know, right? Yeah, yeah if, if they've listened to like the last 165 episodes. Yeah. Just as sure as I'm paranoid. Anyway, my name is Ian. I'm a uh, hermit regretting my lack of air conditioning on Vancouver Island. I feel your pain. Uh, uh, I'm Alan. I'm a safety trainer, first responder, security expert, overall safety nerd. And Ian, you're only paranoid if people aren't after you. Well, just because they are, you know, just because I am paranoid doesn't mean they're not after me. Valid. Fair point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've got episodes, it. Huh? I'm Scott, a first responder from from Ontario. I like learning things and I worry about our fragile infrastructure and my friend's sanity. (laughs) I worry about Scott's intro, apparently. (laughs) And I'm Jeff. I'm based in central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd. (laughs) And I'm Brad. I'm in eastern Ontario. Consider myself a part-time amateur prepper is constantly trying to better himself. And if you want to help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air, you can buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the tactical Velcro patch at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All the proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and like us on Facebook and submit a review on iTunes. We also want your feedback, good or bad, or if there's a topic you uh, would like us to cover, please email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Okay, so we've got some uh, frugal content for you in this episode. We're going to uh, start off with some recent news. We're going to update you on what we've done for our own preparedness, and then we're going to get into the main topic, garage sale prepping. So let's move into the news. I've been avoiding the news this week, and uh, I think I've uh, made the right choice. So I will pass my turn. Fair enough. Why? Well, it's not like anything controversial has come up in the last week or anything. No, not at all. <laughs> no. no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. All right. Uh, as for myself, uh, actually, thanks, Coyote, from the Discord group, uh, who uh, let, let me know that the CN workers were on strike. I didn't realize there was a rail strike going on in Canada. I mean, I should probably notice by now, but... Anyways, um, yeah, so supposedly, I don't know if they're still on strike, but last as of last week, they were. That could yeah, be, from uh, what I've heard, they're still on strike. Yeah. For it's, 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 it's not the engineers and, and all that. It's more, I, I don't know that, but, the but they're saying they can, they can run, they can run 75% with uh, management staff. So that tells you that they're way overmanaged like every other government corporation. Oh, overmanaged and underled is what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Out loud, yes. Yes. Um, my outside voice. So I guess it must be yard workers or something, but yeah, that's it's very interesting. Anyway. Uh, other one I had was uh, the G7 nations are banning Russian gold imports. Now, uh, I'm no expert, but I did watch Goldfinger, and uh, I know that you can you know sell gold to a third-party country that isn't affected. They can melt it down, re-stamp it, and sell it themselves. So I don't know if they ha- know how gold exchanges work, but I don't think they're going to prevent much there. Just seems anyway. like the same thing with more steps and probably higher cost as a result. Yeah, but they'll still be able to sell it. And uh, I mean, obviously, if they were if they were importing Russian gold to begin with, there's obviously a market shortage, 
which they're still going to need to fill somehow, which they'll probably end up buying off China, who buys off Russia, and so on and so on. And yeah, it's so uh, it's accomplished it's, nothing. Pretty much, just like their oil embargo. So interesting. Yeah, it's um, just made things more expensive and not made anything better. Yeah, uh, more. And more to come on this one, uh, diesel engine oil. I've heard there's a shortage coming on diesel engine oil, but I have nothing to prove that with. So hopefully next week I'll get back to you with some more stories. If anybody hears something for sure, let me know. And that's what or I hopefully think. not. Or hopefully, hopefully not. not. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, not. Preferably not. So uh, I've got one just kind of based off of an episode we did a uh, couple, maybe three episodes ago on Search and Rescue. The uh, OPP rescued two American seniors. Uh, they were 88 and 79 who were lost in the bush in northern Ontario for six days. Um, these two guys, I, I haven't kind of really got any backstory on it, but clearly they had a bit of, you know, their age. They had some common sense about them. They basically stayed where they were. They uh, camped out near a source of fresh water and had some food stock that they had brought with them and uh, the the police first found their AT or found their motorhome couldn't find them they had uh, made a flag out of a tarp that they had and somehow they were able to get the flag up and uh, they were able to see them and go and rescue them it Impressive. fills my heart with joy when i hear things like this this is an example of everything going right um, except not getting lost in the first place, right? It's one of those moments where something happens and they kept their head. And uh, the only the only point I'm going to dispute with you, Jeff, is you got to call it good sense. If it was common sense, more people would have it. It's more like a superpower, isn't it? Yep. yep. No, it, it's it's a it's a great example of of everything that went right, and I'm I'm so happy that it was such a positive result. Result. Yeah, well, it's definitely a good one to see. Sounds yeah, like they it's had not, somewhat of a plan not, at it's least. It's not common that people of that uh, extreme age, <coughs> Scott, <laughs> um, that they don't, uh, <laughs> that they survive. You young whippersnappers don't want to delve into the dangerous grounds here, so I'm going to do it for you. Um, well, oh, no. <laughs> Some political stuff in the states. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. Um, mm. you know, some Supreme Court things. The, Where's the mute button for Scott? Where do we? How do we do that? Yeah, it's on my end. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. This isn't a podcast about politics, but the political instability that is resulting from what's been going on in the states uh, and will likely spill over into sort of most of North America. Um, I'm just paying attention to that as, well, it's just part of my threat assessment. It's just, it's poked up on my radar because it's the potential to add more disruption to an already uh, chaotic kind of few years. Yeah. I'll be a good boy and stay out of the politics too. However, I will actually note. <laughs> however, just, I will note. Just remember, guys, everything before the butt is bullshit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually blown away as Canadians how we follow, like, we don't follow British politics with the same fervor we do U.S. politics, and yet we have more of a you know common political and historical link with Britain than we do the states. 
it's just that you know I know they're our neighbor and everything else, but man, do we we almost fall like it's our own politics, whether it be like instituting our own reasons for gun control or whatever because of something that happens down there. And yeah, so but, and so but, on. A, it, but a, a bar fight in England isn't going to spill over into Canada, right? Whereas a bar fight in the U.S. could very readily drag us into it. No, it just makes it easier to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Now you can just go up to Pull the border. The you can just get the popcorn and go up to the border and go, this is so cool. But, you know, like, it, it shouldn't theoretically affect us, but of course it does. And, uh, yeah, so good good idea on the threat assessment, Scott, for sure. Because, I mean, who knows, right? Some people might decide to, you know, sympathetically protest whatever their belief may be. And before you know it, it's affecting us. So, yeah, fair, fair statement for sure. So yeah, I was going to say the that, same that's thing. That's the only reason. Yeah. yeah, guaranteed. There's going to be some protest somewhere, and you're just going to want to be aware of the fact that it could maybe pop up in your neighborhood. So, yeah, it's not. It's like we were saying, "Oh my God, did you watch that last British election? This is absolute BS. I can't believe that." <laughs> it's like, does anybody even know all the political parties in the, in Britain? Like, no, not even close, right? There's so, a Labour party, crumpets, <laughs> the, the crumpets, yeah. and, the, and, the, and, the, and the tea men, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know the, what tea, it is. the tea at high noon, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Lord Earl Grey or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh boy! All right. Before this gets any worse, let's get into what we've done lately for preps. Uh, I've played a bit with radios and burnt. Nothing terribly exciting. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. I'm preparing for my new shed to arrive in a week or so, and work, 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 and a little bit more work. That's it. And I don't feel sorry for anybody that has to work. Um, I had to, uh, I had to do some, uh, plumbing repairs. Um, my second time in about three months, this time my water heater decided that it was going to start leaking. So, um, anyways, it was, it was good. A uh, couple of friends come over, kind of gave me some pointers and, um, it actually went a little easier than I thought. Um, just had, a. Uh, the biggest issue was not related to the hot water heater, believe it or not. There was a shutoff valve uh, that um, hadn't been used for a long time. So when I used it and, of course, pressured up the system, it decided that it wanted to leak worse than anything. So I had to take that out and repair it, replace the uh, the valve. And so outside of that, uh, I have a new water heater and I'm good to go. Nice. Gas, electric? Electric, unfortunately. Do they still rent water heaters in Ontario? Oh, yeah. Still yep. a big thing. Sadly, yes. What a scam. Oh, yeah. Huge scam. Oh, yeah. So for myself, I, I'm going to mirror pretty much the rest of the panel. It was a crazy, insane week uh, with work. It was all over the place. And between uh, between doing work and such, just uh, appointments uh, for the little one, just getting a few things squared away. Uh, everything's still uh, looking good, but we're just doing some checks and all that kind of fun stuff that the doctors want to do. So it's been a couple of, couple of days in and out of hospital as well. So. Oh, thing as well. Uh, yeah. Anyway, as for myself, uh, just more firewood stacking, of course, uh, chicken feed success. They had a shortage on the Island. I found a workaround. They still don't have any of the, the chicken feed we normally get, but I found some other stuff that kind of works. And anyways, managed to top up the, the chicken feed on that to maintain the supply. Same thing with the grocery run, just to make sure everything stays topped up. The island mentor came over, uh, obviously found my solar problem, which turned out to be a short one of the MC4 connectors uh, that was, uh, to the naked eye, looked normal, but it was not. So that was that. Um, and work. Uh, yeah, I guess a bit of a change for work. I didn't tell you guys about yet. Uh, a dubious promotion at work. I'm going to be spending a little more time in Toronto as of next year, so I'll be seeing you guys a lot more. 
I'm so mm. sorry to hear that. Time to move. Time to move. <laughs> Instead of time for you guys to move out west. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Or we put a few phone calls in and just prevent you from coming into uh, Toronto. Yeah, so I will be uh, finding a new alternate location there. At uh, I'm probably spending half the month there. Anyway, don't worry. He's he, once once he lands at Pearson, it's going to take him like eight months to get out of the airport. We won't have to worry about it. his contract will be up. Well, judging by <laughs> by customs lineups and and lineups for security and everything else, you're probably right. Anyway. Then we'll all make some calls as well. And yeah, mm. you're never getting out. Fair enough. Be yeah. like Tom Hanks in the the terminal there. <laughs> Start living there. Uh yeah. Uh, I didn't get much done this weekend. I uh, actually managed to get a little bit of a little bit of uh, woodwork done. Um, had an old log that was, you know, it's been on the ground for, I guess, three years now. It was part of my original home gym setup. I could flip that thing around and toss it about, and I uh, lived a good life. But it uh, is now uh, cut down and split into firewood. Um, replaced the handle on my splitting mall to do that splitting and then promptly broke it again. Uh, and I've been <laughs> doing that between, uh, between trying to rehab my ankle, which has, uh, been going not as well as I want it to. So, um, yeah, doing, uh, doing that. And then, uh, working a little bit of overtime this week cause uh, I'm transitioning to a new project, uh, coming out, uh, middle of middle of next month. So starting to wrap things up where I am now and get ready to move on. Awesome. Well, with that, nice. let's move into the main topic, shall we? All right. So why are we talking about this tonight? Uh, well, there's a couple of good reasons. If you're paranoid like myself, uh, hey, garage sales are untrackable from the man. <laughs> you're assuming you're not being followed. Yeah, or they don't have chips in the money or, you know, the <laughs> yeah. satellite doesn't track me or whatever. Yeah. Or they have picture- water bugged. You know? Yeah. I'm picturing you in the Groucho Marx glasses with the nose and the plastic <laughs> mustache. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that ABC plumbing truck is still following me around every time I go on these garage sales. But flowers by Irene. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Not not FBI surveillance van. Wi-Fi exactly. is moving in storage. Totally not feds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. Well, in reality, uh, cash deals at a discount usually. So uh, you can introduce yourself to bartering or uh, even you know I guess uh, negotiating prices, dickering yep. as it's called. Um, yeah, so you can usually get a pretty good deal at a garage sale. If not, sometimes they give you stuff that they think is worthless. Uh, oh, yeah. True. Yeah, I, got an entire, like, I got an entire box of tools for, I think I, I think I gave the guy five bucks and a couple in a, in a, and like a donut or something. And I got like a, like a tool chest, like a tool chest that was probably worth about $200 by itself. And it was just jam packed full of hand tools. Oh. It was nice. a fantastic deal. The guy nice. just didn't want it. It was the end of the day, and nobody had bought it. And he'd had it on. He'd had it originally for like fifty bucks, which by itself was a great deal. Oh, yeah. And uh, I said, "Well, you take for it." And he, I said, uh, "He said, he said, you know, give me ten bucks for it." I said, "I'm on my way to get coffee. Do you want one? I'll, I'll grab it on the way back." And he said, "You bring me a donut. It's five bucks." So, nice. okay. <laughs> I think I brought him two. Yeah, solid, solid. Oh, I give him a dozen at that point. Yeah. Dozen. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so obviously with today's uh, supply chain issues, it's a good workaround for that. So we can certainly uh, go to the garage sale and maybe uh, stock up or pad up our preps. So, well, and I, I really like that you can buy the old timey stuff that you can't buy in stores anymore. Sort of, you know, that old hand tool that, you know, a, a hand drill or something like that. It's so much easier. Back, does does yeah. it take you back to a simpler time? Oh, back to, you know, when he was in his 30s, you know, Yankee screwdrivers were. Yeah, Yankee screwdriver. Just just a young man. So good back then. (laughs) Uh, Yay. 
All right. What, we, what should we look out for, Eric? <laughs> well, I think uh, first off, we'll take it away from Scott and just say you're not going to find any wood gasifiers. I don't think. You don't know that. Bite your tongue. Uh, I, you know, unless you <laughs> go to Scott. <laughs> if, if Scott's having a garage <laughs> sale, you, you, might, you might have a wood gasifier if you get but Scott. It's more a Kijiji item, admittedly. The wood gasifier that. components, though, like expired you, propane tanks. There we tanks. go. Yep. Yeah, all right. There we go. Shop backs. Yeah, yeah. Shop backs yep. or even mm-hmm. even even old uh, NP, NP, NPT pipe cutting fittings. Anyways, the gas mm-hmm. fittings, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. The more heavy duty stuff. I mean, yeah, you can certainly find something like that for your wood gasifier if you're following mm-hmm. Ben's yep. book. Absolutely could. Or propane yep. tanks. All those kinds of things. Yeah, because once they're expired, in most people's eyes are useless. I mean, they're still yep. good. And they still have valuable hardware on them. Yep, sure do. I, I knew a guy not too far away outside of Ottawa who would take a propane tank and make a small uh, wood stove out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some guys make like really? egg smokers and everything out of them. Like, uh, yeah. pro tip yeah, nice. though, generally don't put a torch to it before you purge the tank. I was going to say, purge the <laughs> tank. Fill, yeah, take, take, the, take the handle and off. why would that be? Come on. Fill it with water first. You're going to displace all the, all the gas. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Davey's in the chat here. He says, uh, whoops, that was the wrong comment. Sorry. Davey's in the chat here. Says you can buy three and a half inch discs. Yep. Okay. So, you can throw them at people. And what? Like, use them as coasters? Two yeah. HDD, baby. I rather enjoy this one. IDE hard drives. Yeah. I mean, For those okay, that know, why, you're sure, laughing. You can, but why? <laughs> because why not? Uh, Sometimes uh, you can find good punch cards, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, here we that's, go. That's a contradiction some, in terms. Some right laser there. discs, perhaps. Yep. <laughs> um, but a great thing to look for is cast iron. Like you can find you can 100%. find hundred year old cast iron and you'll find it for a few bucks and it's already seasoned because it's been used for a century, and yep. it is just as good as the day that it was made because it's cast iron and it will last for absolutely ever. And I think and, all of us on the panel have that on our list in the show notes. Well, I have something to look for. Have you seen the price for new cast iron? It's not worth it. Absolutely atrocious. Well, it, my, used to, well, it used to be at Princess Auto. You get like the two small, like the you know the four inch and the six inch one for like five bucks a piece, and now they're like at a thirty on top of that or something. Yeah, you know, at least. And um, but also uh, super big bonus like the the ceramic coated cast iron that you'd get at Canadian Tire and they, they charge you an arm and leg for. Um, even if you wait for the fifty percent off sale at Canadian Tire, it's not a great deal. It's still pretty pricey. But the the ceramic stuff that is already doesn't require seasoning, doesn't rust, easier cleanup and everything else. Um, it is gold. Like you can put this stuff on top of a fireplace in a fire or whatever on top of your your stove, obviously. Uh, but yeah, cast iron and, is. In, just... And inside, you can put them in the oven. Put put something in it. Throw it in the oven itself, and you don't have to worry about burning handles or anything like that. Yeah, and I mean, most people don't even know how to use a Dutch oven or know what it is. So if you see one, it's usually you'll probably be the only person like negotiating on it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, my yeah, in, in our family, we've got uh, I've got a whole uh, whole army of thrifters and garage sailors, and the rule is, you find cast iron, you get it. Because uh, the worst case, I'm gonna tidy it up and uh, resell it for a profit. That's my absolute worst case with it. But I've got, you know, eight or ten cast iron cast iron pans that'll last me, you know, I'll be able to pass those on to my kids when they grow up. So Chris actually points out uh, he goes on the flip side, is it worth it to host a garage sale? A few hours of your time to get less than hourly wage. So are you gonna make money on it? No. 
Probably not in, in reality, but you clear out space to to bring in new toys. Uh, but more than that, you get to have a discussion with somebody who wants something that you have. And that's, you know, there's a there's a networking component there that you get to meet somebody and oh, they want your your surplus cast iron. And oh, what do you use? What do you use it for? Well, you know, the end of the world is coming and I want to make sure that I'm well prepared. Boy, do we have something to talk about. Right? Or your canning supplies. Friends. If you've yeah. got surplus canning supplies, all right, right. Like, let's say you've decided to standardize all of your all of your jars to one or two sizes, and you're 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 selling off the rest. Oh, what do you can? Right, you can maybe maybe you can come up with maybe you can meet somebody that wants to buy your canning supplies, and maybe they want to trade something, or maybe they can can something that you can't, and you can learn something from them. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a lot of options there. Yeah, and the good part about that too is you're most likely drawing from local area. You're yeah. not going to get people coming from hours and hours and hours away. So you're making contacts with people you might not necessarily talk to uh, on a daily basis. You might see them in passing, but it really does give you the opportunity to open up that dialogue with people. Yep. And as KP says, you get paid to clear out your garage, even if it's paid Absolutely. poorly. It's true. Yep. yep. <clears throat> and even if you're only getting beer money out of it, at least you're still getting beer money out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I guess we got greedy neighbors, you're appealing to their recycling side. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, next uh, on the list here, uh, clothing for go bags or car kits, etc. So there's there's always going to be clothing at garage sales, and mm -hmm. this is something that you might be able to throw in uh, in your bag or in the back of your car for uh, for that scenario where you need something. Yep. Why not? Even if it's a, even if it's a top layer, a windbreaker, a coat. Yep. Right. You can you can usually find that stuff. You can also find bags. Yeah. Right. And find a. Uh, you know, find a nice new, uh, nice new or a new, new to you duffel bag that's in good condition. Um, I was at a garage sale a few years ago where a uh, um, a guy had purchased all of his hunting gear and had you know years, you know, several years of supplies, and he'd been hunting for a number of years, but um, decided he wasn't going to pursue it any further. So all of his camo, all of his bags, all of his uh, all of his archery equipment was all was all out and by the time I got there most of it had been picked over but um, a lot of that stuff was still was still right there and uh, I was able to pick up some uh, some rainwear some rain gear nice. yeah as Kyle nice. points out lots of people will buy kids clothes I mean if you have yep. Yep. you know clothes that are basically your, your, your kids are done with that stage of their life and everything else and probably wore it two or three times before they outgrew it anyway uh, yeah it's a huge turnover for yourself or if you want to get rid of yep. it too so yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. just, I mean, yep. and any, and anything you're bringing into the house, you should be washing it first. Yeah, the new, yeah, don't, don't ever buy new kids' clothes. It's definitely not worth the effort. Yeah. I mean, I can, no. you know, but spares you, for the bug out bags and everything else, I mean, that's just a cheap, a cheap yep. spare to have, right? Absolutely, it is. What's oh, else on the list here? Uh, board, card games, and puzzles. Because we've talked about that over many different episodes about just boredom kills, right? Absolutely. So, Except American for that 50, 51 card deck that you bought off the garage sale and it's missing the ace of spades or something. And, <laughs> oh. uh. Yeah, true. Yeah, count all the cards first. Yeah. Make sure they're all there. I'm not sure how much how much money Monopoly is supposed to have, but... Yeah, count that too. If anybody yeah. questions you, just say, Ian told me to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think everybody had this on their list already. Tools, uh, either hand tools or, or electric, because they're still useful. You know, the, the EMP has not happened yet. So if you can find Absolutely. a good deal on an electric tool, why not? But look especially out for the hand you, tools. And especially if you can if you can uh, add to your existing battery supply, yep. right? So if you if they're if they're selling the same brand that you have, whether you're a Dewalt or Milwaukee or Makita or 
Ryobi person. Um, <laughs> whatever it may be, if you can, especially if you can add on to your um, to your existing uh, your existing battery type, then you're you're you know kind of double bonus there. Well, actually, yeah. on that note too, is like uh, for specific tools, I mean, sweet saws. You did you know easy one as mm -hmm. far as that goes. There's plenty of uses for that. Whether it be like just trying to get a log off the road and if you're out in the ground land or whatever, or having to hand buck up your your, your you know your own lumber, I guess, for the fireplace. But also, I mean, just it can double as a construction saw in a pinch, I suppose. Uh, but the hand hand drill, obviously, with the EMP aspect. But carpenter saws, anything like that, are just like handy to have around just for small jobs. It's not worth breaking out the power tool for. It's it's definitely a thing. But even like oh, yeah. the old uh, the old craftsman tools. I mean, now they guess they don't do craftsman tools anymore for the warranty. But what's the newest one now with uh, Canadian Tire? Don't they have like a Mastercraft? Uh, Mastercraft, yeah. Yeah, it's the same yeah. idea. You get a Mastercraft set. Guaranteed, for, guaranteed life. for life, as long as the company's still around, <laughs> as we learned from Craftsman. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the very you might get a cheap set of screwdrivers, and therefore you have a set of screwdrivers for life now because you got yep. a set for twenty bucks or whatever. So, or if you need, or if you need, to, you know, you want a second set to throw in your truck kit or your bug out kit, then it's it's a good way to a good cheap way to get into that. Yeah, of course. You look at that socket set that you're going to want to buy, and it's always missing the ten millimeter and half inch. You know? <laughs> <Yep>. Never. <laughs> Come on! That's just the way. That's the way they come from the store, isn't it? It's pretty much missing those yeah. two. Yeah, it's, the struggle is real, man. It is. It is. I, I definitely understand that one. So Dan's uh, got some tips for us in the live chat here. Uh, if you want to make uh, extra cash during your garage sale, get the kids to set up a lemonade stand. That's where the real money is. Well, Absolutely. The taxes you, and then they want to uh, you know get you know charge you for not having a business license or something. I mean. Uh, what? Well, it's always a Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've got uh, my list here. I think everybody else else had mentioned this as well in their list, but uh, canning supplies. I think that's a given. Keep your eyes open for that. Well, and again, like the price of those jars have gone up stupid. Yeah. And uh, now again, the lids are back in store, but I noticed that it's basically just the regular size lids, size yep. lids, not the wide mouth. Still can't find wide mouth lids over here to save your life. So. Walmart, Walmart close to me has uh, abundance of them. Every time I go in, I try to pick up. I don't even can yet. Every time I go in, I try to get a package of lids or a couple of couple flats of jars and some rings and whatnot, stocking up for when we do do that. But they're in stock. <laughs> do do. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have you done? We're all Do we have to hit the inside. explicit button for that? Uh, I don't think not so. Quite yet. No. No. It was, it was. It was the time I said shit show at the in the intro. Oh yeah. Yeah. There is the explicit button. Yeah. yeah just fucking yeah. Eric. Just hit it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. There it is. There it is. All right. I'll hit the button. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, with the case supplies too. Yeah, so the wide mouth basin lids for us is an issue. But like you said, Brad, I mean, like even the the rubber rings. If you're having the, the old glass, old timey glass jars like Scott would use, or uh, like the, the glass lids. They yeah, except when Scott rings. got them, they were called newfangled glass jars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, they stop. That's when they stopped using the new lead technology. Lead. Yeah, they stopped using the, the lead lead soldering for the cans and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, and I mean, I I haven't I haven't seen it here, but I know Carmen, our canning expert, and maybe even even Ian out there okay, that some of the stores are, are actually limiting the amount of stuff you can buy like you know you can only buy a couple of uh, boxes of lids or something and they're actually putting a limit on what you can get i think they do that naturally now cuz they only put one or two out at a time it seems but anyway hmm. yeah it's a thing for sure this is i like uh, textbooks as an item 
That was yeah. uh, that's really interesting, right? They, uh, whatever they're probably a little bit out of date, but whatever uh, whatever topic, you might be able knowledge. to find some some reference material. Maybe avoid like yeah. accounting two hundred and fifty, but any kind of woodworking or yeah. or mechanical or whatever gardening. Yeah. The yeah. Home, okay. home Depot Home Improvement one two three books. Yeah. You know, I, I have those from uh, yeah, twenty five years ago. From, I've got those from Home Depot, like the the electrical one two three, the plumbing one two three, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. they're actually handy to have. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you've got, got your hot water tank uh, replaced. So there you go. Yep. Learn something from it, obviously. And the accounting two book would be useful if you have to go to sleep, right? That is yes, true. absolutely. That or uh, or the um, the Occupational Health and Safety Act for Ontario. That's uh, a great. That's yeah. a, that's a, best yeah, that's a good nap time book. And oh, on that so note, actually, uh, well, it was first aid manuals. Like the old St. John's uh, first aid manual mm-hmm. might be from yep. the '60s, but people still bleed the same way they did back then. So, um, yeah. Old Scott, are you able to confirm that? That is very much true. Blood is still about the same color. It still goes in and out. Blood still goes round and round and deviations are still bad. But they still they don't bleed people to make them healthier anymore, do they? Eh, we still use leeches occasionally. You know, what's old is new again. Yeah, that's there you go. There you go. Actually I, I have a I have a colleague um, who's uh, well, she's American, but she was she was in uh, in my area for a while. Um, She's a uh, she's a veterinarian. She had she had a dog bite, and the crack like the the um, care that the province was going to provide was just dressing changes, and they were planning to do that for several years while they let it healed on its own. Uh, she took matters into her own hands, got some leeches, uh, got some maggots eventually, and cleared the whole thing up to down to scar tissue in like six months. Wow. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, and I, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think maggots only eat dead skin or that dead, dead flesh, right? Yep, so yeah, they'll, they'll sit there actually stop at the live skin and just eat everything that's actually necrotic, and then yep. there actually is some science behind that. Yep, absolutely. It was a, it was a, it's been a thing for hundreds of years, and we kind of got away from it because they're gross. But um, they actually made really good fishing bait after she was done. She and I went fishing and uh, caught some big bass. <laughs> Recycling, uh, and then the, the leeches. When they do microsurgery, it's easier to attach the arteries. The veins are really hard to do. So if you have the leeches draining the blood from that tissue, you get flow through, and it's better for the tissue. Well, it's anticoagulant they, they, with their bites, right? Like they're actually, they actually they incite blood flow, that's what I yep. understand. So yep. yeah. But because you can retouch the arteries more easily than the little tiny veins, if it's not draining because the veins aren't reattached, the tissue is going to die. If the blood goes in the artery, delivers oxygen, nutrients, and then the leeches take it out from there, it's as if it were draining through the, the vein system. So it uh, sort of mimics that and helps with those sort of very small, uh, sort of small injuries that you just you can't surgically repair. So it turns out the swamps in Alberta had health benefits is what you're saying. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Another thing to keep an eye out for, bicycles. Because why not? There, every every garage sale starts with, starts with a bicycle. I'm sure, I, I, like 80, 85, 95 percent. And again, it's one of those. If you find a bicycle that needs five bucks worth of parts or whatever, just a set of brake shoes or a, a new tube for the tire, <coughs> yeah. might be go, not worth go down the street to the next garage sale and grab those, and then yeah. there go. <laughs> not worth their time I... to, to fix, but. <laughs> My father-in-law just like just a, a, within the last month got a, a brand new CCM like last season. Paid seventy-five bucks for it. It's still on. It's still on the shelf at Canadian Tire for seven hundred dollars. Wow! Paid seventy-five wow. bucks for it. 
and it's brand like it's brand new. Didn't even have to replace the uh, just didn't have, even have to change the tubes and the tires. Just had to add air. But somebody Impressive. bought it, didn't like it, sold it off dirt cheap. Nice. And I sort of look at sort of ugly scenarios where transportation is all going to be human powered. So if you have a bicycle, you are so far ahead of anyone else who's just hoofing it on their own feet. I have every intention of converting my car into a Fred Flintstone mobile so we can have four foot power. <laughs> well, as long as you wrap your oh, heels. Oh, that's how I learned to drive. Yeah, wrap your heels through a tape or something just to, like prevent wear on the heel when you cut for the yep. braking. But yeah, that works. You, you build up calluses, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where would we be without garbage cans for uh, making a little EMP Faraday cage? Why not keep yep. your eyes open for those? Just make sure that the garbage can that's that you're trying to buy is actually for sale. It's not yeah, just it's like true. the guy's garbage can. Although everything's <laughs> for sale for the right price, but it might not be yeah. might not be as good a deal as you want it to be. Well, you skipped over storage buckets, but the same idea there. Like I mean, there. every acreage acreage and house needs buckets for mm -hmm. everything from hauling your alpaca poop to hauling your water or whatever. I mean, that there's there's always a use for it, even storing your rice in if need be. I, ideally, not the same bucket for not in that <laughs> order either. <laughs> yeah. If you preferably do it like in reverse order there, but anyway, yeah, no, there's there's definitely multi multiple uses for it, yep. even if you just keep keep the rats away from your your preps. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah and the go with the textbooks. Why not some novels? You know, yeah. Same with cards and games, right? Entertainment value. Yep. Exactly. And then I threw this one in for Carmen. Uh, old sewing machines, because why not? Well, she's been the nervous for that one. Yeah. I think she's breaking a well, killing on those. Yeah, I think so too. Absolutely, and again, even if it's a barter item, but it's uh, being able to make and repair your own kit, fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's another skill set, right? If you can, you know, order, offer up repair services or just repair your own stuff. I mean, I haven't touched a sewing machine since Home Mac in grade nine, but it's definitely worth Me it. Either. Yeah. That was foot powered back then. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, we just—I think we just hooked up the big twelve volts to it, you know, and, and got the Tesla coil fired up, and you know. Uh. The fancy oh, so ones, the new stuff, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and of course, at the bottom of my list, just to keep the anticipation building, old radios, radios ham radio gear. You know, I know everybody thought I'd probably have that at the top of my list, but uh, <laughs> and put it at the bottom to build up the anticipation. To be point, a very good point, and the fact that like a lot of the older stuff is EMP proof because it's on vacuum tubes versus you know like uh, exactly. actually like printed circuit boards, so there would actually be some merit to that for sure, especially if it still works, because you guarantee the guy that's selling it probably babied it the whole way through. Almost right? guaranteed, yep. Yeah, and we'll want to talk your ear off about it afterwards too, so. Yep. And I'd be happy to see it's going somewhere nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you pay some attention to the old radios, you're definitely going to spark up a conversation for sure. Yeah. Let's see here. I, I did not did not want to read that one from uh, Davey there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, that's don't beating. Buy. Come on, yeah. Don't spend, spend, spend the extra money. Buy buy a new CO detector. Those they do have a shelf life. And they do have they, an expiry they, date. They absolutely have an expiry date from the day they're plugged in. They're usually it's usually ten years. So just buy the new ones. It actually, uh, let's see here, Kyle brings up a good point. Everybody brought kayaks and the canoes during the pandemic. Might find a good deal on those now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the very least for exercise, but maybe on a really obscure bug out plan, he could, you know, plan to do that. Four wheelers, dirt bikes, canoes, 
kayaks, yep. camping those, equipment. Uh, four four wheelers and dirt bikes right now are still incredibly expensive used ones. Oh, yeah? They haven't, yeah, because a lot of the dealerships don't even have new ones. So if you've got a used one, I know a guy that just sold a four-year-old ATV and he sold yeah. it for $500 less than he bought it brand new. Wow. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, if there's an oil shortage or something, so maybe there'll be some sort of, a, you know, mass yeah. panic to get rid of some of this yeah. stuff or something. But so um, since, uh, <laughs> since Alan got baited there, I'll put this comment up. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Kyle. It says, don't forget CGN deals. <laughs> Well, is that really an Alan thing? I don't know. Well, well that's, for you, yeah, that's, that's for you, Ian. That's for you. That's for you. Alan just got baited for he, the uh, carbon dioxide. Oh, yeah. say, yeah, no. Uh, for CGN deals, honestly, like right now, there are no deals on CGN. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it's so funny because because of the the handgun panic and even the change in registration and everything else, sales have died off on non restricted stuff. Um, well, handguns are unobtainium for anything that's quality. It isn't like a obscure revolver from the 1960s in like you know 38 Wayland or something like that um yeah Melissa points out you can't open us I don't know how that wasn't at the top of the list okay but last <laughs> from the last episode like, dollar store the new currency yeah it beats maybe cigarettes you get a fancy, like, fancy can opener you know maybe it's engraved for something cool or you know who knows you might find something really neat well, he should have put that right at the top of the list, but he didn't. I know. I don't know how it didn't get to the top of the list. Considering <laughs> because we're reading your list, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I should have put it at the top of the list. Well, Brad That's should have like, taken the you know, initiative and done it. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> speaking of canning, though, uh, one thing we didn't mention, though, was the actual pressure canner itself. I think I've mentioned it before in other episodes. But yeah, yeah, if you're going to get a, a pressure canner versus a, even a water bath canner, sure, why not? A uh, water bath canner would probably be 5 bucks at a garage sale. Pressure canner, well... I would try and get them below a hundred bucks, but I don't know if they know what they have or not, but uh, that's definitely a place to get a huge discount on, on new price. Yeah. They, you, you would have to find somebody who kind of doesn't really know what they've got. Cause if, if they know what they've got, you're going to, you're going to pay dearly for it. Yeah. Or if they're clearing out an estate. Yeah. We're that's still, what I was thinking. We're still that like, that's, sweet. that's where we lucked out. Cause we, I think it was an estate clearance and for 80 bucks we got the all american there and that was fantastic but we ended up putting like what 20 bucks worth of parts into it. we just phoned all american and asked them where we could find the stuff or what they could send us and we had to do a hybrid thing they sent us some stuff we went to home hardware for some stuff and boom 400 pressure canner for about 120 bucks nice yeah it was like so lucky but we haven't seen anything like that since so anyway um since we're talking cgn uh Accessories for the the boomsticks, whether it be gun cleaning kits or even like gun cases, gun like you know lockers, like the actual storage containers, like the uh, gun safes. I mean, you'd be shocked at how much kids that have parents on the island here that you know the kids are living on the mainland they don't want to move any of this stuff. Um, they'll try and sell it out for like ten cents on the dollar. I think gun cleaning kits running about twenty bucks at Cabela's right now. You might get it for two or three bucks a piece at a garage sale because you know the gun owner died and they just it's, it's worthless to them right um back up until recently yeah you could seriously buy like 22s and stuff at garage sales as long as you had the proper licensing but that's changed a little bit since with the change in laws yep. uh it's just it's a time consuming thing now so you can't just you know cash and carry but um yeah it used to be a thing for sure yep. uh we touched briefly on socket sets but that is a high value item that uh, you can usually get for cheap uh unless the guy's like super into his Husky tools or, or snap on or something, but you know, run of the mill socket sets, you know, 
20 bucks tops. I can't even imagine spending that much. But it's a thing. Yep. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on, jerry cans. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. the blue, the yellow, never, the have, never have too many of it. You know, sitting there empty, you have capacity, Dad. Well, <laughs> and again, if the, the jerry can is missing something, that's an opportunity to get super cheap. And then you go to Canadian Tower, buy the replacement kits, and they have yeah. all the spouts and the lids and the, the caps and stuff. And the seals. Yeah, you'll get a discount for sure. Um, something <laughs> for the handy people in the crowd, the small engines that may need repair. So that means anything to yeah. snowblower, to lawnmower, you know, the splitter chainsaws, anything that, you know, maybe has a clogged carburetor, they don't know what's wrong with it, but you can figure it out in three seconds. Um, you can usually get something really cheap that might only be 20 minutes worth of repair time before you know it, you've got a really good deal on something. That's a good point. Yeah. Yep. If you're handing out something. And usually, like I think Alan pointed out a few episodes ago, it was like, it's either going to be spark, fuel, or air, right? Yeah. Uh, well, worst uh, case, you learn how to tear an engine apart and well, and YouTube's yep. still operating for now, right? So until that gets yep. shut down by the the EMP slash you know worldwide war or something that's you know started via Ukraine, I mean, yeah, you're still gonna have access to the the world's best educational tool right now, which is you know like video tutorials. Yep. So also keep your uh, keep your eyes open for uh, Haynes manuals at those garage sales. Oh, good call. Yeah, good point. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Throw that in, like kind of throw that in with the textbooks for the Haynes manuals. And even if you don't have that vehicle currently, if you've got a collection of those things and somebody else needs a hand with something and you have a resource, then perhaps that becomes a good barter tool. That's a great point. Yeah. I like it. Uh, 10 meter, uh, Kyle says 10 millimeter sockets are probably going for 10 bucks. <laughs> well, if I was selling them, yes, but assuming I had <laughs> spares to sell, but. Yeah. There's no such you thing as spare ten mil sockets. No. no. Yeah. They, no, you know, how they don't actually sell like individual sockets like that. Like, just, well, they do. You know, Princess Auto does ten mil. Yeah, they're they? way overpriced. Canadian Tire does too. Yeah, yeah. No, Canadian Tire does too. You can probably order them on Amazon for a tenth of the price and throw away quality. So, yeah. yeah. Oh man, because I could use a ten pack of those things. I swear to God. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So we talked about buckets, but hoses for everything from firefighting, watering your 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 plants, gardens, whatever. Um, there's multiple uses for hoses, animal watering, but just expect it to be a, uh, expect it to be a, a soaker hose. Yeah. I mean, even if, it even is. if you got to cut it, even if you got to cut it down and put new ends on it, then that's still worth it. Same with extension cords, right? Even if it's yep. not in great, if there's, if there's a damaged section, you can cut that out, put a new, uh, put a couple of new ends on it. You've got two smaller extension cords. still yep. a good deal. Yeah, because especially like the price of hoses, but if you, you recognize the cheap hoses versus the the expensive like reinforced ones, it's not hard to tell, and you know it might be a good deal. It might be the same price as the the cheap Walmart version hose. So yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, gardening supplies and seeds. Yeah. Yep. Good one. Yeah, everything from like you know heritage seeds. Uh, maybe somebody wants to get rid of a bunch of you know, mint plants and you want to have like mojito night or something. I mean, who knows, right? There, <laughs> there might be something behind the, behind the house that they're, they're willing to sell that, you know, if you start yeah. talking about gardening stuff and maybe little hand trowels or, or hose or rakes. Can we use mint in quotation marks for that? Yeah, or they might have a herb of various sorts. They might want to sell around behind the house. Who knows? Right? I mean, yeah. Come, come see my oregano collection. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cash donation. I can't sell it to you, but I can take a donation. Yeah. If, you buy this newspaper, so- if you buy this newspaper for $25. 
Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I think somebody actually mentioned the donation thing up top too. That was kind of funny. They but... did. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, in, in terms of the point. Oh, sorry. I was going to just gonna jump in with the gardening tools and stuff. Um, if you end up having duplicates of stuff, recognizing that it might not just be you running a garden. If you have a couple of people if, as part of your mag who are all working on your garden, you know, having duplicates of things is not a bad idea. You never have too many hoes, as I always say. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Dave's got a good point in the live chat. Uh, keep your eye out for like atlases, roadmaps. Great idea to look for. Oh, hard copies of maps is perfect, especially the back uh, back roads ones. That's right. There were stick shifts for you know millennial uh, you know death, <laughs> yeah, <death> devices. <laughs> yep. Paper maps. <laughs> I don't have a phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So animal feeders. So while you're at the garage sale, and yeah, they might have anything from a chicken water to a dog dish to you know leashes, harnesses, whatever, like whatever floats your boat. I mean, the price of a leash nowadays is twenty twenty five bucks. I mean, which is really a fifty cent item. So yeah. If you have any sort of uh, animals you need to control, or if you're Eric, you need. To uh, I was your... just gonna say, don't even. Ah. <laughs> I was too. I was too slow on the mute button to get into that. Oh yeah. So like, here we go. Uh. <laughs> what can I say? Like, anyway, so whatever floats your boat, Eric. There's no judgment here. There's no case. Uh, hey, hey. It, so it, anyway, it, yeah, I, I, I did not agree I to those terms. <laughs> I judge. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So yeah, uh, animal feeders and accessories like and, uh, anything from like a like a feed hopper for for chickens and stuff. We're talking like thirty five dollars now at uh, the local feed store for just like a chicken feeder that actually has like a hopper on top and stuff and, and feeds the chickens. Again, tops a five dollar item at the garage sale, and um, so yeah, save yourself some money there. Never buy new if you can help it. Um, I think one of the guys even mentioned it in the chat here, but I also added at the very end here was camping gear. Um, yep. You know, oh, yeah. solid idea. Like the, for the price of a tent, new versus you know, hopefully it doesn't have too many holes. But that's what duct tape's for. Um, yeah, camping gear. Why not? Huh? Could be sleeping bags. Could be whatever. Tarps. A lot of a lot of garage sales. You'll see people selling older tarps and stuff. They can be, yep. uh, you know, like as as a camping gear cover over a tent, or in a worst case scenario, just use the tarp for uh, shelter. Yeah. Oh, we got a bunch of good ideas here. Rome one says old cookbooks. Oh yeah. Um, oil oil lamps. Yeah, I actually mm -hmm. bought a oil lamp at the garage sale. That was kind of a neat idea. Uh, jumper cables, solar lamps. Uh, let's yep. see here. Uh, and of course, Davey asked if the maps actually come on paper. Yes, they do. It turns out. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> actually, back in the I think, according to Melissa. Well, back in the day, you actually could send away to was it uh, Topographics Canada or whatever, and get uh, like topographic maps for your area. I don't know if they still do that anymore, but you, they used to actually send you paper maps for free. I'm sure they charge you now, but yeah, it's definitely probably. a chargeable item now. Probably yeah. it's government. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I had. I love entertainment stuff. Picture going to a cottage and having that shelf with the board games, you know, the outdoor games. Going to your point, Alan, boredom kills. Lawn darts, Lawn darts exactly. Yeah, the, like the, old the old school, school dangerous ones. Oh, those are so fun. Lawn darts, <laughs> yeah. that, that's like dual purpose. It's fun in the daytime and like smoking zombies at night. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, it's defense items, whatever. But that also brings up, you, I didn't even talk about this, fishing rods. Yeah, like you buy old fishing rods. Yeah, for the, yeah versus for what sure. you pay in the store for new. So, so mm -hmm. 
I also like having duplicate items for, you know, if your cottage is your bug out location. If it's a, you know, we're in austere times and you're traveling under duress to get to your bug out location, you're not going to bring your hand drill with you. So if, if you have some old tools and duplicate that are already there, if you're buying them at a garage sale, that's perfect, right? So I love what? old technology. I love, you know, sort of stuff that was built out of solid metal instead of like bent sheet metal. Makes uh, me feel young again. Oh, oh the good old days. <laughs> but by the same token, it's, it's less like, you know, if you've got a hand drill sitting at the cottage, who's going to steal it? Like they could literally break into your tool shed and be like, what do I want with that? Yeah. Laugh at it, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, again, it's, it's less likely to be stolen if it's old, used, and just sitting in, you know, dusty in the corner, so. Yeah. The only person I can think of that would steal it? Jeff. Or Scott. Yeah, well, Jeff would only steal it. <laughs> to be fair, Eric, Jeff would only steal it from your house. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that stipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Point. Um, going back to the, you know, looking at estate sales or you know, this someone is getting out of a hobby and it's great when you can buy a whole collection of things that all go together and you have all the parts you need for whatever it is, you know, be it sewing, be it radio, be it hand tools, be it uh, camping gear, but you're sort of buying a collection of stuff. So you're buying the camp stove and the pots and uh, some cooking utensils. So it's kind of nice to be able to get those collection of things all together as opposed to having to piecemeal buy them all. Um, and uh, I think it was Dan pointed out that uh, I should mention typewriters because, yeah, exactly, that old technology that's still going to work no matter what after the fact. That is uh, easy to fill out some government forms or what? I, I'm going to be the government. I have to create my forms. It's going to look more official if it's done in, on a typewriter. Republic of Scott? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. I have to make passports. Like it's going to be a lot of work. I basically kept my list uh, incredibly simple. Anything that you think you need, if you uh, if you're at that garage sale and you see whatever whatever it may be, be it a hand tool, be it something, and you're like, yeah, you know what? I think I could use that, or I, I think I need that. Remembering that two is one and one is none, and uh, the price is right and it's there. Um, grab it. Cause if you don't, you'll probably will regret it later. Um, yep. you know, it, it, we, the, the, your list could be endless, but if it's, if it's something that is, is a gap in your preps and you see it, grab it. Yep. That's a good point. I can agree with that one. So like everybody here, I had cast iron, cast iron, anything again, hand tools, barbecue tools, Shit hits. You need some extra barbecue tools. Your neighbor needs some for, you know, you can barter with them. Yes. Uh, like Melissa said there in the chat, Pierce says wool blankets. Well, I had it on my list as well. Those things are great. Uh, quality battery charger. A lot of the ones nowadays are kind of crap. The older ones work really well. They usually have more power than some of the newer ones anyways. That's a really good point. Lumber. Yeah, and, and they don't, they don't have that, that, kind of, I don't know the word for it. I'm thinking like a check valve thing, but if the battery's really low, it won't charge it because it says, well, wait a minute, that yeah. battery's too low, but you want to charge on it. You want, yeah. so you need something that's going to bypass that, that yeah. system. And it's actually going to put the charge in the battery. Yep. My dad has bought many chargers over the years. 
when they sold their farm not long ago, the people who bought it, he came in with an old, old battery charger. That thing is heavy, makes a hell of a lot of noise. The lights dim when you plug it in, but God damn it, it still works. And it'll charge anything. I was going to say, and it'll charge anything. Yep. Yeah. As long as it's 12 volt. It's not one of those fancy ones you can switch around. It's just 12 volt, but it'll charge anything. Mm -hmm. uh, lumber. Need I say more with costs? Yeah. Well, you can find some cheap lumber somewhere, buy it. And especially if you get broken windows for reasons. Yeah. I mean, you know, quick window repair, uh, even, you know, reinforcing stuff. I mean, there's, there's always reasons for lumber around. And, you know, when you need it, and it's not available. It's it's a bugger. Like, you know, maybe yep. in, in Hughes' case, when the your hurricane's coming in, everybody goes to the lumber or the, the, the sheets of plywood all at the same time. Yeah. You know, if you can get a few spare sheets hanging around, that's fantastic. And and if you don't have room to store the full sheet, cut them in half. You can still put them back. Well, not put them back together, but you can still manage to do something over a large window with two half sheets rather than one full sheet, especially if you're older or you have a small place and, and you don't have a lot of room to store it, you can still store something. Yeah, it's hard to get a full sheet up into the garage rafters, but easy to get a half sheet up there, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, camping gear, like everybody else said, jack all jacks and come alongs. Yeah. I was going to make a joke there, but just Yeah, tell, I just know. Tell, I, I, no. I was <laughs> thinking of how else can I put that? I'm like, no, no, just going to do it like that. Yeah. Um. Again, canning supplies, from everybody said it. Eric, you had it right, of uh, CB and ham radio equipment, all the antenna, wire, power supplies, somebody's books and logs of who they've contacted on, on what frequencies, yeah. somebody, you, somebody you can contact if you have a license. And in times of peril, there's no license required, but you can still contact them. That's Yeah, that's actually a really good point. You could go over that and see kind of if there's any popular areas that they were chatting on and if there's any kind of pattern to it. And, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad um, most of the clarified. She says you can use tampons as well, but obviously not used. <laughs> well, it's kind of like condoms. They're more of a single use item. They're like generally not a good idea to reuse those. Absolutely. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Ian, you had said it. Uh, small engine stuff, compressors, generators, welders. If it doesn't work and you think you can fix it, grab it. You well, might myself be able to flip profit. Yeah, myself included, it's either it comes down to a time or knowledge thing that, you know, sometimes it's just not worth your time to fix it, but to somebody else, it might be yeah. an easy fix, right? Yeah, and if it's a good deal, you might be able to pick it up for $50, bring it to, in my case, my brother-in-law does small engine stuff, have him fix it for another $50 and flip it and sell it for $300. Yeah, especially if you got the spares lying around too. Yes, Non-use TP, it's always a good idea. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Good in, in this day and age, who's going to sell TP? I mean, seriously. Uh, I'm uh, rather enjoying the live chat tonight. Yeah. There's uh, lots again, of gold lines Like everybody there. said, gardening tools and supplies. Uh, chainsaw equipment. All the safety equipment. Helmet, earmuffs, glasses, chaps, pants, files, gas cans, oil. Well, the engine the oil and the bar oil. Yeah, with this oil thing going on. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the files, I mean, how often do files actually wear out? So, I mean, if you buy a, yeah. a, a file that's like, I don't know, 20 years old, it's probably going to be still almost as good as new, right? Because it's, it's super hard sealed. It never, It'll probably never be better really, than anything you can buy now. Yeah, it, it probably never really gets worn down. So, I mean, why not? And yeah. for the price Absolutely. of charging for new ones. Mm -hmm. um, I have found, um, be, be, be careful of what you ask for in whose presence. 
yeah. if you're interested in one thing, somebody might be interested in it as well. And you get a bidding war going on and now people are interested in what you're looking at and then never mind it then. You know, feel out the crowd if there is one. See if everybody's you know, really interested in five or six different things or everybody's going for something. And you might be able to make a deal with somebody who's not interested in selling. But like if everybody's interested in all the canning supplies and you're interested in the hand tools, the person selling might be willing to make a deal with you to get you out of their way so they can go back to the bidding war and the canning supplies. You might be able to get a better deal. It's true. A little distraction That's action. Mm-hmm. Don't and 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 again, don't seem too anxious about purchasing anything, especially if there's no price tags on something. The price will jump. You get out of your car and hey, look at that! That's a generator I've been looking for forever. Well, <laughs> before you can get to it, buddy's ripped the price tag of a hundred dollars off mm-hmm. and put four hundred dollars on it. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and like your your next point there too is like, yeah, don't let your eyes get too wide if you see something that's worth something to you, right? Yeah, poker, poker face. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, coins, yeah. coins, quality jewelry. Uh, I think everybody said it already. Reference books, handyman and how to books, silver and gold, anything, as long as it's pure, but I don't know how to check that. Well, and again, like just, you know, quick YouTube video away from figuring out how to figure out purity of silver. You know, there, there should be a stamp on the back, 995, 999, or, you know, 725 or whatever. They'll tell you exactly the percentage of silver generally stamped somewhere on it, whether it be like a candelabra, you know, dinnerware, anything. Like, you're going to, if it's silver, you'll know. Even on the back of a plate, it'll give you, like, the, the percentage of silver. And, okay. and yeah, you'd be shocked at how much stuff is out there still. Uh, not so much coins anymore. Like, the junk silver thing is kind of like a bit of an internet trope now when it comes to prepping, but... Um, you know, when it comes to the, the non-obvious items, there's still a lot of deals out there. Even bracelets, silver bracelets, yeah. like, you know, um, yeah, up until recently, like silver was so cheap that nobody really thought much of it, but yeah. Yeah. Like Melissa said, they're uh, jumper cables, quality pair of jumper cables can sometimes go for pretty cheap. And again, even, even if you don't want to use with jumper cables, that's nice thick cable for anything yeah. from solar systems to whatever. I mean, like there's or RV systems, whatever. It's it's huge gauge that cable, right? Yeah, and I, I I'm thinking more like Scott said. You know, if your bug out location is your cabin, have extras there. Yeah. Buy two or three sets of cables for five bucks a piece. It, it's only five bucks. Put one in your car, one at home, one in your bug out location. Leave it to Pierre to give us uh, good advice. <laughs> Uh, show up aggressive at the sale and intimidating. You'll probably get a better price if they're scared of you just to get you away from them. That's one tactic to try. Yeah, sure. okay, sure. Just give them the old 50 PS. So between, between and- Pierre's... Yeah, you haven't showered for a week and they just want to get rid of you. Uh. <laughs> so between Pierre's aggression and Melissa's, like... Surreptitious deals. Uh. Yes. Make Rope, jumper right cables, there. and clothespins. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> All I can say is I want to go hang with them for more, <laughs> a lot more often. Yeah. More fun than you guys. Yeah, they sound like they sound like super fun people. So yeah. uh, uh, you, I, you never you never leave their house hungry and you never leave without sore abs. Well, it's a good thing you clarified you said that abs, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, abs. Okay. Abs. Yes. Uh, I are, do want to shout out Pierre's comment from a little further up in the chat. Also, if you buy a good extension cord put on a bunch of electrical tape so it looks damaged and people won't try and steal it. 
Absolutely. That's brilliant. 100%. That's absolutely yeah. true, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the great that bad theory for, for tools. So I had here anything with a core in it, like an alternator, a starter, you can return the core. Even old batteries yeah. that don't work. There you go. Mm-hmm. Pick them Play all up. Make, like, make a little bit of cash. You spent five bucks on buying an alternator. You can take it back and make 50 bucks on the core. That's a good point. More money for your beer and preps. Yep. And Manual. in that order, too. Exactly. Right? <laughs> a manual Order is lawnmower. Everything. Yep. Yep. A manual lawnmower. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alternator any, belts. Well, the manual lawnmower. So, lawnmower. So, those those are all blades. Like they spin when you push them, right? They, they're like a geared system. Yep. How in the heck do you sharpen those things? File carefully. But with a file, with, with, with a, a file, like a... back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> so seriously, like, like, is there like a specific angle, like a chainsaw? Like, how do they they do those things? I've never actually even seen any anybody actually try and like re, you know recondition one. I saw one guy take an old manual lawnmower. It was a little bit rusty. He went out and cut grass with it, and by the time he was done, it was sharp. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that's going to last forever because it's probably built with quality, but yep. I don't know, you know, the ins and outs of, of one of those, but. Um, alternator belts or vehicle belts. Yeah. If you, even if you don't have the size, somebody else might, and they're great for making uh, uh, your own homemade uh, bicycle power generator with the correct alternator belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, charcoal and barbecue tanks. We talked about that earlier. Barbecue tanks, you can use them for different things. Um, everybody has, uh, I'm assuming everybody knows the trick of uh, drink trays and egg cartons. If you burn them slowly, like smoke them, they work great as uh, mosquito repellents. Really? Yeah. The, uh, the egg cartons at Costco, right? There's those square 30 egg carton. They come yep. in two, sandwich between them. Take, uh, take a lighter, light the corner of it. Let it burn for 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Blow it out. It will keep smoking for quite some time. Smoldering. And the smoke will keep a lot of mosquitoes away. We have a stack of them around. Go out in the backyard on a a muggy night. Throw two of those on under the canopy. You're laughing for a while. Well, interesting because occasionally we'll get our customers bringing back the egg cartons that we've sold our eggs to them in. And uh, they just had to crack their eggs and then throw the, the, the wet eggshells back into the egg carton. So, of course, it's, you can't use it again, right? So, yeah. we've been using them for fire starters, but I was like, that's actually a good idea, too, for the mosquito repellent. Yeah. I made fire starters out of egg cartons before. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Hand-powered kitchen tools. Uh, Wine-making equipment can be used for lots of different things. Not just all, wine. It's the all the bottling. same equipment. The bottling yeah. press alone, I mean, just to get the cork in the uh, in the bottle of stuff, that's a good way to seal stuff, not just yeah. for messages on the ocean. That also, we could we could give it to one of our friends who knows how to use it, and maybe they will make us some stuff with it. Yes, some <laughs> distilled stuff. There pure water. Pure yes. water is at a premium, it's I still heard. Still pure water. <laughs> distilled and, water. Uh, I, had, I had beeswax candles, or candles of oh. any kind, really. But if you know somebody who makes the beeswax candles or is selling them, they may be selling the equipment to make them as well. A good hobby, good side gig, if you can figure out how to do it. That was it. 
Hmm. Well, it's certainly an extensive list. So what we're saying is we all need to to attend more garage sales. Yes. Yep. 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 We are in the height of garage sale season. This is perfect. We certainly are. So (laughs) it's time to to head out, find some deals, and of course, let us know if you find something. Or just hover around the old folks' home, and then, you know, but every week there's probably going to be an estate sale. Wow. That got dark really <laughs> quick, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's okay to be like a garage sale ghoul sometimes. I mean, it might be a good deal. We call, uh, we, call, we, we call the nearby town that's full of retirees, we call it Heaven's Waiting Room. I mean, for a reason. <laughs> okay. On what, was that, dark- what was that line from uh, um, The Christmas Carol? Uh, we don't pay extra for the warmth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, this is going downhill real quick. Is, is, it, is, it, pra- is it practical or not? I mean, come on, let's be practical about these things. So, Oy. Uh, so podcast challenge. Yep. Find patch some holes in your prep gear. Go to at least three garage sales with some small bills and uh, see what kind of deal you can have with yourself. There you go. All right, upcoming <laughs> events. So we've got uh, the annual Preppers Meet coming up in Desborough, Ontario, July the 7th to the 10th. Uh, check out annualpreppersmeet.com. Uh, I will be there on Friday presenting at uh, 1 o'clock, so I'm going to nerd out on ham radio. So if anybody wants to come out and join uh, my well, presentation, come on out. And if you want to come out for the whole thing, go for it. You're going to talk about ham radio? Come on. that's. Like- I know it's weird. I, I got a lot to read up on. Um, yeah, I just I picked that out of the hat. I, that's I what I got stuck with. Yeah, oh, easy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. And I've got one uh, came from uh, one of our Discord uh, users, Denny. It's the uh, it's in the Upper Michigan area, the Great Lakes Emergency Preparedness Expo. It is uh, obviously, as I said, in Michigan. Actually, a town called um, Imlay City. M I M L A Y Imlay City. Uh, the 17th of September, 2022. Uh, links in the show notes if anybody wants to uh, have a look at it. Hmm. Uh, Hub Canada, September 9th to 11th in Mississauga. Uh, basically a trade show for gunnies and preppers, I guess, for lack of a better term. So TalkHomeCanada.com and uh, check it out. Awesome. So we got a weather blurb from Jeff tonight. Sure. So things have been fairly calm this week. I will not use the Q word. I know better than that. (laughs) Um, There have been uh, some thunderstorms in Manitoba, Northern Ontario, but they did not reach the severe range. Uh, Heat continues. Obviously, that can lead to the development of severe storms. uh, But for now, there's nothing to indicate any sort of a severe weather outbreak. Uh, There is a large swath of central Alberta and western Saskatchewan that are under some severe thunderstorm watches. And uh, BC, a large section of BC is under a special weather statement for uh, high heat. Can confirm. AKA, AKA Ian's no air conditioner. Yeah. Yeah, we went from January to extreme heat in about two days. Anyway. It is summer. Yeah, finally. But uh, <laughs> now, now I'm complaining about the heat instead of the cold. Right uh, deal of the week. So, uh, not to be confused with uh, Derek Zoolander's infamous stare, the Magnum storage boxes are uh, a nested set of three storage boxes, orange poly. I'd call them ammo cans, but Cabela's being politically correct, calls them poly storage boxes. 
There is a three set on for $24.99, which is 50% off. It's the 30 cal size, the 50 cal size, and the ludicrously large size, which kind of fits all of them inside. Kind of like Matryoshka dolls for, for preppers. Anyway. And they actually uh, call it the ludicrously large size? Well, that's just my pet name for it. <laughs> uh, Cabells.ca, uh, links in the show notes. Awesome. All right, email at iTunes reviews. So we do have a couple of iTunes reviews. I'll read out the first one here. Uh, it is from uh, Pat9526. It says, hey, I really enjoyed uh, your latest show. I just wanted to let you know that there's a guy here in central Newfoundland where I live that got a hydroponic greenhouse. Uh, you can find him on Facebook at Papa's Farm. Uh, I'm sure that he would love to talk to you about it. Looking forward to the next show, guys. Keep up the amazing work. Yeah, but don't you know if we get somebody off from Newfoundland, we're never going to understand a word he says by. What? Huh? Huh? What? Exactly. Did somebody <laughs> just say something? And, and he'll don't. be a half an hour late for the show. Yeah, don't get crooked there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy. You want to take the next uh, review there again? I sure will. But yeah, definitely we'll uh, we'll get a hold of um, Papa's Farm and see if he uh, maybe wants to come on, maybe. All right. I got a great show. Been listening for a couple months now, mostly while I'm standing at work. Hopefully it's not standing. Anyways, uh, slowly working backwards through the catalog. Highly informative, very relevant, and even occasionally funny. Well, that hurts a little bit. Just kidding. Always entertaining. You guys are great, and I really appreciate you guys putting in the time to share your knowledge. And that's from Flotsam81. Awesome. I think it says sanding at work. What's yeah, that's said? what I read. Yeah. Okay. So good. Appreciate the... Uh, and they're both five-star reviews, so I'll take it. I don't have nice. to complain about any one-stars. I haven't done that in a really long time. It's been a really long time. So with that, I'll bring episode number uh, 167 of the Canadian Prepper podcast to an end. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or of course your favorite podcast app. Uh, please help us out. Submit a review. It does help other people find us. And we do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube as long as uh, both platforms let us on. Uh, if you want an early peek at the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click the notifications tab that gives you an alert when we're going live. We absolutely love having you in the uh, having everybody in the live chat. It's uh, it's a great time. So come on out, give us a show, give us a give us something to, to talk about while we're uh, while we're live on the air. The live chat's uh, been fantastic tonight. It's been fantastic tonight, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if you want to reach me directly, you can get me at Alan. That's with one L at PrepperPodcast.ca. And if you want to uh, send anything for my information, it's uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Scott the Gray Man is also happy to just not exist. <laughs> Old timey man at send, send, send an email to <laughs> a carrier pigeon to my MySpace. Send an email to, to, to us and we'll type it out oh. on a typewriter. Put it in the Saint. Put it in the Saint Bernard's collar, along with a wheat drop of medicinal brandy, and send it along the Northern Trail. Okay, we'll type, we'll type it out on a uh, typewriter and send it via telegraph. I was going to go with semaphore from the top of Eric's roof, but that's oh, fine. That's even better. <laughs> you guys know me so well. This is so heartwarming. I'll I just fax it to him. <laughs> well, you, maybe you can watch the the show on his Betamax later on. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, I can be reached at batbradcpp at gmail.com alright you can reach Ian directly by emailing me at theanitorfeet at gmail.com uh, you can also find me occasionally on Canadian Patriot Podcast on iTunes and YouTube recording Monday evenings at 9pm Eastern I'm also in the Discord chat for both CPPs and we'd love to have you join us so emails if you want an invite to the Discord 
very lively chat, over 200 people in each Discord group, which is kind of cool. Uh, there you can find us discussing why government waste in society has been buying things gently used. <laughs> All right. Uh, please check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there on the live chat. Uh, you can also email me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Uh, thanks for joining us this evening. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe, and keep learning. Yeah.